This is a Space Wizards Tavern production. This episode of Legends of Tyria is brought to you by our friends at Audible.com. Now that the holidays are winding down, we'll all be diving into our New Year's resolutions that often include sparking that gym membership back up. Well, you want to know what makes burpees go by faster? An audiobook in your ear holes. Sign up now for a free book at audibletrial.com, Legends of Tyria, for a 30-day free trial on us. You'll get two if you've got Amazon Prime. You'll get full access to the whole Audible library. Trust me, it'll make those moments of aerobic respiratory distress seem much less like torture. Visit audibletrial.com slash legendsoftyria for your free audiobook today. Many dangers lurk beyond the mists. Some flee from evil, where others brave the gap between chaos and peace to become legend. Welcome to the Legends of Tyria. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. This is the Legends of Tyria. Episode number 11. We are your hosts. I am Jibs. Joined by Cash. I'm still lamenting that Christmas is over. <laughs> this is going to happen for at least the next month. 84 I'm years. Sorry. I go Welcome the same to my continued depression. <laughs> go through the same. I sound like a quaggin. I go through the same problem with Halloween. Quaggin sad. Christmas over. <laughs> it is over. What's up, dudes? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And uh, you heard him. Sonny Ravencourt's here. You know, I want to talk about this Audible promo and your bold-faced lie that burpees can be sped up through the listening of audiobooks. Okay. Look. <laughs> Mama said every once in a while it's okay to tell a little white lie. <laughs> so, you know, it's for the promo and... Maybe a little bit, but yeah, I do. I agree with you. Buck furpies. That is a, it's a term in my house. <laughs> Seems adequate and appropriate. Yes. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, JB? I, I'm confused. Are you asking yourself how you're doing? I'm, I'm asking the general uh, podcasting uh, listenership, but since they can't respond, I'm going to ask you directly. Oh, okay. How are you Wait. doing, JB? <laughs> Wait, I'm Sonny Ravencourt? I'm... <laughs> Dang it. He <laughs> put it on the prompter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing just fine. Loving the class, loving the game, loving life. Everything is just fine. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Do you want to reveal what class you're playing yet? Ranger. Really? Yes. Ranger. Ranger. So out of the, we talked about this last week. Now mm -hmm. you had, uh, you had cash, oh. your, your sponsor uh, broke down a whole list of things and you guys had a checklist and you, you learned a little about yourself and you learned a little <laughs> about each other. You and cried a little. You cried a little. <laughs> you laughed. You vomited. It was, it was, a, it was full of life. <laughs> there was a lot of life lived that week. And at the end of it, you came up with Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, on the ranger train, man. Uh, it's it just weird. You know what's crazy was that was my second class I leveled when I first came back. Of course, it was on a human, and I'm I'm all in pretty much on a Sura. It, like so, you know, I I had to start over, of course. And uh, which that may be a topic to talk about. Why the no race change thing? But anyway, um, so you know, it's it's just. I texted Cash this the other day. I said, 
Do you ever feel like in this game, like when you play a class that you just, it just feels like plug and play. Like, you know that class, you know it, it feels so right to you, you don't even have to think about it. And that's exactly where I'm at. Like, it's just like slotting in a new piece of memory for your rig, you know? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. just flip it in and you're ready to go. And that's totally it where I'm at. It just works. Yeah, it just works. It's just Todd Howard. It just works. I've always been that way with rogues. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what the game is. There's going to be a rogue type of class. And, and I, when I get into it, it's just like, ah, yes, this is the rogue. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. This is what I should be doing. And the ranger, you know, probably fits a lot of those same ranger motifs, right? Oh, like, you yeah. get that that lovely ranged feeling of that twang of that bow or that crack of that rifle and you're you're off to the races. Yeah, I mean shoot, I was a big hunter in Warcraft. I'm a big I was a big fan of Wardens and ESO. I mean, Cash brought it up. He's like, "Do you see the pattern?" And I'm like, "I do now." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I've I've also had that same pattern. I'm absolutely ecstatic that he's he's playing my class. I mean, it's I'm loving it. Um Especially because, you know, we, we all, we have three of us end up playing a lot together. And, um, you know, so we can bounce stuff off each other now for builds. And we were just talking about it today. Like, well, man, if we go in uh, and start doing some PvP, which when we start going in to do PvP, because we will definitely be doing that. Um, you know, I'd like to see how, how two Untamed work together. Or maybe I stay in my Druid spec and just, you know, like, just like lob flowers at them and stuff. You know, every before every step he takes, and keep him nice and healed and smelling fresh, like lavender. <laughs> like lavender. <laughs> but there's, there's there's so many possibilities, you guys. <laughs> Fantastic. So so much more room for yeah. activities. Well, I'm so, I'm very I'm very excited oh. for you. I th- I think that that's awesome. And the, and like what an iconic class too, right? Like the ranger, right? You're yeah. you're playing an RPG and you're a ranger. Yeah. There are certain yeah. things that are just just right with the world. Right? Oh, absolutely! It's totally that that whole Strider vibe. I mean, granted, we're like up to we'd be like as tall as his calf, but you get the you know you get that, that whole okay. vibe of you know just being Strider or Legolas or you know whatever. It's just it's so. And it's, oh, Wait. another reference is uh, the Robin Hood movie with um uh, what's his name um uh, Jamie Fox, the new one. No, 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 the one that was good. Men in Tights. That. Nope, that was, that, that was great. Yes. But no, the one with um, he was in Gladiator, Russell Crowe. You know, yeah, like the, the, Do you ever see that, Sonny? Yeah, Marcus the, Aurelius. I am Marcus Aurelius. Robin, the no, no. Robin Hood movie with that. Yeah, oh yeah, he plays Robin I Hood. I don't recall that oh, one. Oh, you at gotta all. watch it. That's a good one. And really, he does real no, all I can oh, think yeah. of is Kevin Costner. Oh, well, that's you know, hey, I get that too. He anyway. also does a, a great job, but Kevin Costner is. He will forever be Yellowstone to me. Oh, no, absolutely. At this point. That's, <laughs> yeah. all, that's, For that's sure. all I see. That's yep. all I see. Anyway. Forever um, be Beth's dad. Yeah. Beth's <laughs> dad. I'm surprised he hasn't forever. lost hair. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Ranger having a great it's time. A um, PvP, it's awesome. <laughs> you just get in there and you know what to do tactically. I know what to do. I mean, it's just, it just plug and play. And it just works. So absolutely having a wonderful time. Well, that's excellent. Cash, what did you do in uh, in game this week? I have, uh, I mean, it's, you know, I did a lot more Winter's Day stuff um, until until the close. Um, it was just super fun to get all that stuff done um, and just experience every last bit of Christmas that I possibly could until the event closed. But um, I have, uh, I got a new, just renewed spirit. Um, I, I, I messed around a little bit with the Guardian as, you know, as much as I, I like the Guardian. Um, I'm just right, we all know where I'm going. I'm right back to my Druid. Um, 
The one thing I did I did find is that I really like the mechanics of the guardian staff much more than the druid. The so. druid one, yeah, well, the druid one is is kind of like a channel. Like it just has this incredibly annoying <laughs> sound, unfortunately, where you channel onto either a player or an enemy, and you you just it's like you're over and over. It's almost like you're just anointing them with this beam coming from your staff. And as much as I love the druid class, it's just such an annoying mechanic to me. Um, whereas the the uh, guardians is is much prettier. It's a much nicer mechanic to watch and play. Um, you know, real world problems, right? Not a big deal. I mean, I'm still sticking with the druid. I just, you know, I love the whole druid mo uh, motif, and I like the healing on it better. So, so what you're um, saying to me is that those are those are advanced classes, correct? Um, well, the mechanic for the guardian the, and the druid are two different. Okay, so the druid is is an advanced is an elite profession, right? Uh, okay, but it's the only elite profession on the ranger that you can use a staff. So that's like your big thing. When you become a druid, now you can use a staff on your ranger. Clarify for me. On, is the guardian a different profession or a different elite class of something? It's a base profession. Right. Okay, it's that's a, what I it, thought. It's a base okay. profession, but that base profession gets to use a staff immediately. Oh. So I could use it as a, you know, as a level, what I think it's 15 or something, where you, where sure. you get your... Um, um, you get your second weapon. Um, does but, it also just, do a lot of the healing? It does when you spec into Firebrand as an elite profession okay. at, at 80. And that's what I was kind of shooting to try out. Um, so I like the mechanics more of that. And that's just really what I was playing with, you know, this whole week. But I still, you know, I love my staff wielding, you know, arrow flinging nature Yasura. That's just, that's just my thing. So mm. anyway, I was playing a lot of that. Um, I'm starting to take a closer look at legendary stuff and maybe thinking about diving down that rabbit hole here pretty soon. But it's not like there's a lack of things to do in this game because it's like <laughs> overload on things that you can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, I, I forgot to tell too. you. I unlocked fishing. When Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How do you like it? Well, I'll be the whole process of getting it. I, I legitimately kept either my head down or like a, a thing up, or kept um, all dialogue muted because I didn't want to see really like. Oh my god, I wish I would have done that, and I didn't. I mean, it it really helped because now I can go in and do it again, and I'll be good. That said, that is a really cool fishing mechanism. I mean, like the whole mini game. I agree. It's, I totally agree. Oh, it's so good. Like I was sitting there just fishing back at Holbrook, and I'm like. This is where I started my journey. And then the, the, the lying, you go, wee! Oh, I got a fish, I got a fish! And then I'm Spoilers. Going back guys. and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, he got a fish? <laughs> yeah, Tibble dies the whole bit. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, on that note, though, yeah, JB, I totally screwed myself on that. Like, because I wanted to unlock fishing too. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited about it. Mm -hmm. And then I did it. And then, unfortunately, in this game, for some godforsaken reason, you don't get fishing until like the the fourth expansion, you know, the end of Dragon's expansion. And yeah. so I start playing it 
And they start telling me things that have happened. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is not what I wanted. Yeah. And, I, and so I ruined a couple things for myself and that's fine. And I'll deal with it. And God knows that we're doing like history lessons. So it's hard enough to not ruin ourselves on the wiki uh, with stuff like that. But yeah. nothing happens to timey, right? She's okay. <laughs> She's a smudge on a on a Norn toe somewhere. No! You make you make a good point though. Like, and I didn't I did not want to wait till in the dragons just for fish. Like, I it's I, fishing. I know it's, it's fishing a, in an MMO. It's part of the, like the normal day regimen. Like, I you don't want to wait. And so I dislike I dislike that. <laughs> To all of our so listeners, dumb. this is purely generational. I want what I want, and I want it now. You're like well, a fart <laughs> away from me in age. ArenaNet, I want you to know that I'm doing this the right way. I'm I'm waiting for all of them. I'm doing it in the order it was intended. What's going to happen is no one's going to be on Discord one night, and he's going to be by himself, and he's going to think, I want to go fishing. So he's going to really, go to I really would like to go fishing now. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how it's gonna work. I want you to just think about this because we were not around for this. But I want you to think like you're seven years into this MMO, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, on a developer update, they go, "Guess what? Fishing." <laughs> and the, <laughs> your head just explodes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. especially because it sounds like it sounds like I am. I'm specifically keeping my mind away from this. Of learning too much about fishing, but it sounds like they effing nailed it. Oh, it's a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, they were cool. ahead of their time, absolutely ahead of their time. You know, like with it. Well, hang on, no, it came out this year. Never mind, it's right on time. It's, it's right, right on, on time. time. <laughs> yeah, like the like the yeah. only thing I would say that rivals it, in my opinion, uh, would be New World. I loved yeah. New World. New World had very good fishing. I think that was. Yeah. I mean, that I loved the free form, the free flowing. You know, everything how it felt, fantastic. This is you're much more dialed in. Focused on making sure you're hitting that meter at the right points. Yeah, this is a mini game fishing, absolutely. but it's still very satisfying. Oh, absolutely. And the it is. fish that you're pulling out, and you know, you get to then, of course, like turn that into stuff, and it all sells on the on the auction house, and it's just a it, you can upgrade your fishing abilities, and then, and I haven't even gotten into this, you get into the whole skiff thing, right, where you get a boat. Yeah. And you can go take your boat. And first of all, this is another difficult thing for me, too, because once I got into End of Dragons, it's that whole Japanese theme, and oh, it is bud. gorgeous. Holy cow, you're not kidding. Just gorgeous. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to go anywhere now, but I'm at the end of the story. I've missed 10 years of this MMO that I'm, you know, I'm like in Living World Season 1 right now, and I all of a sudden I'm exposed to this just absolutely gorgeous place I don't want to leave, but everything will be ruined if I just play through it. Oh, yeah, it's tell yeah. me that my chef can make sushi with said fish. Oh, dude, you can skin that. Definitely. You can skin that thing down. And Mind and the blown. sushi is an important fishing food because it gives you bonuses to the fishing. That's another oh thing I like, too. The way God. that they've got it set up for like the skill levels with the fishing. Yeah. Like it's harder if you're not good enough to fish in that. It's not like yeah. a, you can't fish here. It's yeah. just really hard, which makes a lot of sense, right? I'm so glad you said that. You're exactly right, because I started fishing when I first got it. I started out at um, Lion's Arch, and uh -huh. I, thought, I thought, oh, okay, it's fine. It's a normal, you know, whatever. Nope. That fish is like, you ain't hooking me today. So <laughs> I go over I got to- big for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're feeding those fish there, but dang. 
So anyway, you know, I Children. go over to, Yeah. <laughs> I go over to Holbrook and it's just fine. Just fine. It's like entry level chill fishing. So Isn't that weird though that like a major city would have some of the hardest fishing? I know. It's kind of I odd. think Stark told me that. That I was like, why is it so hard to fish? What is this? Like, alligator? Where are you fishing? What the heck? Like Lion's man? Arch. He's like, Oh yeah, you can't fish in Lion's Arch. Oh. Like it's a major city. Like what kind of game well, has super hard fishing in a major city? They wanted to do it differently than than Azeroth did it. Well, they, I'll give him that. Like, I don't want to catch freaking what are those things called? The freaking mud sops or whatever you catch there <laughs> yeah, the, for the like your black, first fifty freaking blackfin guppy. <laughs> Great. Okay. Oh, yeah, mudfin. That's what they're called. The mudfin snappers. Oh yeah, mudfin snappers. You're yep. pretty much fishing up a megalodon anytime you're in Lions Arch. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're feeding them little Asura children. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Is that it? Uh, are we done? Are we canceled because I said that? Choice. Oh my god! So I went into I went into uh, um, End of Dragons, whatever the hell that place is, the the, the Japanese place, and uh, and I go into the water and it's like tuna. It's a tuna, and I jump in the water, and the tuna is. It's a 12 and a half foot tuna. It's got like angry teeth. I'm like, what in the F kind of tuna is this? Like this thing is uh, terrifying. Is yeah. this what tuna really look like? Yeah. It's like a liver king tuna on roids. Oh my God. Good God. I had to wiki. I had to Google up a tuna. I was like, they do not look like that. Freaked me out. I lived my whole life thinking I was just eating some normal looking fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the note, the talking about stuff taking, is this stuff taking too long to achieve or is it just right? We actually got a piece of mail, gentlemen. And, uh, Ooh, mailbag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the mailbag's back. And this, this, uh, this week we're hearing from, this is definitely a gamer, XX Rocky, Roxy, sorry, XX Roxy XX. Sorry, Roxy. Whoa, the X's are important. The X's God, are silent also. I'm that sounds sure. like that <laughs> sounds like uh, one of those sites you might want to go not go to. Or just not. Don't put a dot com at the end of that <laughs> don't, one. <laughs> don't image don't. search that either. All right. Sorry, so Roxy. quote yeah, <laughs> quote you guys seem to have a lot of experience playing different MMOs. World, it's true. What are your thoughts on the legendary system in Guild Wars Two? Do you think they take too much work to achieve, or is the difficulty just right? <sighs> Do you, do you want to go first on this cash, or do you want me to just give a little? I I can talk a little bit about what I what I know, which is not that much about the legendary system. I have I've watched some videos. I've I've looked at some some uh, some guides. Um, I do know that it is incredibly a long process, an incredibly long process uh, to get one legendary done. Um, it is one of those things that you do uh, as a long-term project. And that's why I was, I was talking about getting into doing some of this stuff. I'm currently still working on uh, Yggdrasil, which is my, uh, my class's um, staff, which I love the look of. And, and, and it seems it's a process. I'm about 75% done with, with getting that piece of equipment. But legendaries are just way way more and from what I understand with legendaries you can change the stats anytime that you want and you can switch them between characters which I think is is really cool they just take a lot of work which include um, items you have to get uh, certain achievements and items that you have to get in order to put into the forge 
uh, to forge your weapon. You have to forge like each piece and then you put them all together. Um, but some of those items require you to max out like mastery lines and such. So it, it's a long, long, long process. Um, a lot of like world bosses and such. Do I think it is too much? I can't definitively give you a yes or no answer, Roxy, on it uh, because I have not gone through it. So I haven't experienced it yet, but from what I have researched, I think it is going to be an amazing system that I'm really looking forward to getting into because it takes so long for one piece. It makes it very, very special when you finally achieve it. Hmm. I will say that I can sum up the legendary system in four letters and it is damn. (laughs) I've never seen anything like this before. It is wild (laughs) how much effort it takes to get a legendary. Like like you said, this is not a short-term project, and I'm trying to wrap my brain around uh, one of the things that we love to do here uh, at (laughs) Space Wizards Tavern is to compare our stuff to other experiences that we've had. And I'm trying to think of another game that we've played that the legendary system might compare to as far as the effort you have to go to to get something. And the only thing that I can think of is various skins or like cosmetic stuff in like Warcraft or things like mounts, you know, sort of non-combat type of stuff, right? Like there were some mounts that were just stupid hard to get in Warcraft, Um, but they weren't like a weapon, really. There might have been some weapons. Can you think of anything like this that might have come from another game? I can. And what is it? What are you as soon as you said, I'm going to know. Achieving your uh, Force-sensitive Jedi slot on oh, Star God. Wars Galaxies. Okay. Mm, okay, that's, that's the best example you could have come up with because that was yeah. almost a mythical feat. People it, weren't even first, sure you could do that. Yes, at first it was. And the reason it was was because you had to master a, a certain number of classes in mm-hmm. a certain order in order to unlock it and nobody knew what it was until people were gamers it started to get figured out all the things that you would need to do that's a great example right like that that is the brass ring for yeah. mythical achievements yeah and that was and that a whole was just, system yeah that was just you had got one character in that game that was just to open up an additional slot for a character that was force sensitive it's not like you got a fully fleshed out jedi Right. And that's why Jedi were so rare in that game. <laughs> like at that point, you saw a pencil move and you're like, oh, <laughs> right? can you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, that that takes me. That's that to me is MMO design. I want to see, you know, I, I know it probably wouldn't work that way just because of the way that, you know, the generations that have grown up in MMO since then. But dang, dude, I would love to see that come back, you know, like. But can you imagine if they oh. did? If they just threw that into a game and didn't tell you, I would love every minute, every minute, just to get and to kind of, I don't mean to jump ahead here or jump in front, but like, that's what I love about this whole legendary system. Like, this is just like a small thing, you know, uh, in the grand scheme of like MMO design that I love what they did here and how they did it, you know, how it takes. And I haven't done it either. I'll be the first to tell you. I mean, shoot, I just landed on a class six months in, so I'm doing real well, uh, quote unquote but anyway <laughs> i for everything i've heard it takes you a year you know to 
to achieve a full set, like a real life time for time frame. And you know, that's what they're all unique. Yeah. They're all unique. Yeah. So you have to figure out which one you even want. Yeah. Please yeah. bring, yeah. I, I love that. It brings back MMO achievement, you know, that takes time. I love that, man. Yeah. This game is full of achievements and, and it's, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm incredibly intimidated when it comes to a lot of these achievements and what it would, what it takes to get there. But how excited am, excited am I to know that I, I, I'm loving a class and I want a legendary staff and a legendary bow on my druid. Right. You know, like, hell yeah, I want that. And what an accomplishment it would be to even get one of those in a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's um, it's an exciting thing, too, to see when you like when we've had players, you know, they come show us their crazy weapons that they have and it's just in the armor that they have. And it's obvious it's legendary. I mean, you see these things and it's just out of this. Yeah, world. they've got their own animations. It's wildly bonkers, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> it's I love I love that uh, it, they've done such a great job on on, like we said, the, the difficulty and the investment that you have to make to get a thing like that. And then somehow at the same time, they also made it worthwhile right like at the end of it you get this thing that looks super cool mm -hmm. so uh like the bifrost they have the bifrost right and it's all freaking rainbows and all this other stuff and yeah. some of the other ones lay out a path in front of you as you're running and it's just they've 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 taken the effort to put to make that weapon worthwhile cosmetically for you now you could buy it they are not cheap I was going to ask you about that because we had a very short conversation about this at, at one point, and I think I changed my mind on what you were saying. But it, if you would elaborate a little bit on what your thoughts are on buying a legendary. So we talked about this and the the question came up about legendaries and, and I looked and I asked questions to people. I was like, OK, well, what does it take for me to get a legendary? And that's when I discovered this this damn process, which is <laughs> just cannot be yeah. cannot be understated like how much work it is it is numerous long-term investment quests right and then i'm like well what about the market and so i look in the market and the you know the one one of the ones that i'm interested in there was two of them that i, were, I was interested in one of them was like 1900 gold and the other one was like <laughs> 2600 gold right oh my god so I'm looking at this and they're like, well, how much gold do you have on you? I was like, oh, I got like about 700 gold on me. And, and so Cash immediately had a stroke. And he's like, you cannot, buy, you cannot buy a legendary. If you buy a legendary, you're bypassing the entire intent of this game and all this other stuff. And you're no longer my friend. You're no, <laughs> we're, we're done. We've had a good run, but you're off the Christmas card mailing list if this but, happens. But you said something that changed my mind. And what was it? Right. And so what I said was acquiring that much gold is a legendary feat unto itself. Yep. And it really is like yeah. I've been, you know, messing around with the gold market for months now, you know, just figuring out what's going on and going on. And I'm only like halfway there. Right. And now give me another month or two and I could probably get there. Um, but that's a about an intense an investment as doing all the other stuff and it's yeah. something that like normal people are not going to do 
no normal gamer in that game is going to dump 1,900 gold on something. That's like a legendary amount of gold to dump yeah. on something. No normal player will ever reach 1,900 gold in Guild Wars 2. Yeah, in hand, it's 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 a it's a it's an almost legendary feat. And so that was my kind of response to it. Now, I don't know if I'm actually going to do that, but if I do do it, I think I have a defensible position. The you like, said do do. If I if I do do it, then uh then that's that's my response to it. It's like the amount of effort that it took me to get this is warrants me getting a reward. And yeah. this is the reward. And and that's what it should be. You know, a time investment for something like this. It has to be more than the stats. It has to be more than the appearance of the, of the armor or weapon. It has to be the invested time. It has to mean something. You know, I can't imagine being a gamer and this isn't a knock. I get there's time restraints. I'm right there with you, you know, on game, game time. But I can't imagine being a gamer myself where I just go in, use real life money, buy gems to tran to flip to gold and just go buy a legendary. You have forfeited the entire process, you know, of m meaning something aside from stats and appearance. You're paying somebody else for their time is what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could buy it with real money. I mean, you could, right? Like you, because you can buy gold in the game. You can buy gems and then convert it to gold. Right. So you could do it that That's way. That's going to be real expensive. <laughs> And that's pay to win, though. It that's is. pay to win. Yeah, it is. And that, and there's just no other way around it. That that option exists because you can buy gems, and there are legendaries for sale. Um, and and I don't know what else to say about that other than that's a very I, expensive move, and I don't love it. But yeah, it, that you could do it. That to me comes down to gamer honor. And I totally just made that up, by the way. Um, gamer honor is a new thing now that we're doing on the show. <laughs> um, Somebody prints a t shirt. <laughs> I, I am okay with you making the money on the trading post and purchasing that item because you're my friend and I've streamed with you and I've watched you go through the process of making gold at you know, 10, 20, 30 gold at a time. So getting to that 1900, you know, 2000 gold mark is a legendary feat in itself. Yeah. It I'm is. flipping, I'm flipping things for like a dozen copper profit at a time. Right? right. So that I can see because that's a lot of work. I, I personally would not, even if I had the gold or the money to do it, there's no way that I could just buy a legendary by uh, gem swapping. There's no no way I could not do that. That's a tough one, right? Those cosmetic yeah. things. I mean, I know that at a, at certain points in our careers, we've all bought a cosmetic item amount or something that we think is super cool for real money, right? We've all done that, and that is a thing that is in games and helps. These games wouldn't exist if people didn't do that stuff, right? That's the modern microtransaction MMO. I get that, and that's cool. And sometimes I just hang out at Minister's Waypoint in uh, Divinity's Reach and look at the people with the cool stuff, right? Neat, it's super fun. But I totally agree with you that there is something that is very distasteful about dumping a bunch of real money and getting the best weapon in the game. That is a... That is a it is, it's gross. It's it just gross. seems very immature gamer to me. 
You know, like I just, yeah, yeah, gross. I think that's a perfect word. Just gross. Blech. It's like a diet yeah. coke. You know, it's diet special <laughs> K coke. No one wants that. Yeah, sugar like, free. It's a, it's a sugar free brownie. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, yeah. I need your credit card. <laughs> right. It's sort of a thousand truths. I want to buy the Bifrost. <laughs> yeah. Mom, poopies. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, Roxy got her money's worth out of that yeah, one. Yeah, she did. Roxy got the, the big one there. All right. We're going to do, we're going to move on here um, because we wanted to talk about this one. Um, we're already half hour into the show, but this is a great question here. So, uh, one of the things that's interesting about this particular game, Guild Wars 2, is that they have, and I think we can all agree on this, a fantastic map. It's just a great map. And so we wanted to talk about the comparison of this particular map uh, compared to some of the other games that we have played, much like Roxy said. We've played a lot of MMOs. So I'm going to start with Cash. And I want to ask you like a couple questions about the map and just kind of let you go. Um, what is it about this map the functionality, the things that it's got in it. What is it about the Guild Wars 2 map that you really like or don't like? For me, I think right off the bat, I'm a very visual person. Um, I have been pretty definitive in my opinion of the art style of Guild Wars 2. Absolutely love it, always have, always will. It's super unique. I love the uh, all the different colors and brush strokes and the the imperfect sketches behind things and uh, you know to where it looks almost like uh, a lot of the art of this game is concept art style um, in watercolor. I just I absolutely love it and I think the map takes some of the best aspects of the art style and puts it into one beautiful package. Um, uh, another thing, I know JB is, is a big fan of this, and I think all three of us really are, but we love cartography. Oh, yeah. um, you know, when you when you think about, like, I've actually seen JB, like, make maps. And, like, I like to, to wood burn, and I've actually made maps, wood burning, um, uh, you know, on, on wood. And I just absolutely love that type of, of style. So anything, and this is a different style than that, but anything that has to do with maps and like old school cartography, I just absolutely love that kind of stuff. Now this one is unique in that the, the functionality of it is just, is absolutely brilliant. Um, there is such a massive focus on map completion in this game and they do it so seamlessly that it not only gives you a focus when you're playing, if you just have nothing else to do, you can pick a spot of the map that you haven't finished, travel to that zone, and just work on the things in the world that are there waiting for you. Um, and if you don't know what those things are, it's real easy. You look up in the corner and there's a key right there. <laughs> showing you all the things that are there to do and what you finished and what you haven't finished. And specifically, there's renowned hearts. Those are your, that's basically your bread and butter questing. Uh, and the way they deliver it is so, so nice. They show you where the NPCs are that need assistance and what kind of services they offer to you. And they tell you how much you've helped them in the past or if you've completed all the help that they require. You fill the heart up. It's very simple and it's really evident what you need to do. 
There's point of interest. Those are uh, found all over the places you explore. Um, all you got to do is just get in the area and you get credit for them. Uh, there's waypoints. And those are basically how you travel throughout the world. Thank you, Asura. Um, you just teleport everywhere for a very nominal fee. There's hero challenge locations where you can either like boop a little item and you get a hero point or you got to fight something for a hero point. You got to eat something in your inventory for a hero point. Um, those are super easy to track. Um, there's vistas. Those are all over the place. Super fun. That's what got us into jumping puzzles in the first damn place. Um, the scouts all over the place where they will basically take some of the areas that have that fog of war on the map and they'll unfog it for you and tell you, go over here and talk to this person or go over here. Oh, by the way, this is what's going on in this zone. It's absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. The things that it will guide you to doing and seamlessly guide you there. Very simple, yet so complex. JB, what do you think? You bring us really good points. Um, so when I saw this on the docket for the day, I immediately went to every MMO I've ever played. What did their mini map or their in-game map look like? I went to Arcage, Black Desert Online, Wildstar, Swotor. Oh, Black Desert Online. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Warcraft and, of course, Guild Wars 2. And I, I, I think I, I think that's all of them. And so I, I went through, or oh, there's also Lord of the Rings Online. I went through all of those, and admittedly, like, there are some things that I really enjoy. You know, Cash talking about cartography, that, and that from that standpoint alone, like that very purest form of cartography, like I, from that standpoint, I really like Arcage's map the way that they've designed it because it looks very pure hand-drawn cartography like I, I really like that style but didn't you have a book on that didn't like i remember you getting something like a book on how to draw cartography oh, yeah. yeah i have it i still have i love it i truly love doing that stuff it's so relaxing and fun and, and you're good at it thanks buddy i appreciate it yeah that. you're yeah. both Fair. great at it it's amazing it's like you get little tolkien maps and i'm like god these things look fantastic yeah. <laughs> and how much how much more rpg is that right little triangle mountains yeah <laughs> right? oh yeah absolutely it's, it's super nerd mode and we're oh, completely secure 100 nerd mode absolutely <laughs> but you know like that aside from the the purest form of cartography thing like i i love how Guild Wars 2 is done. I, I looked at SWOTOR, I'm like, oh, okay, no, that was good in its time. It felt very sci-fi. It was good. At ESO, of course, we spent a lot of time there. You know, that was good too. And, but one thing I love about Guild Wars 2 specifically is how they've stuck to their guns, and Cash kind of already mentioned it, but they've stuck to their guns the entire, the entire way from beginning of game design to in-game implementation is, and even in their marketing now, everything is goes back to watercolor. It goes back to the style, the watercolor style that they've brought into yeah. their visuals. Now their men game, men, you know, in-game map, which is very saturated. You know, it's pulling all those hues and all the colors. And I love how you can see the clouds moving, etc. It's very, very, very well done. And you know, Cash, you talk about um, zone completion. I mean, you're 100 right. You know, it. I like the way that it's labeled just enough to show you something you know you, you could go over there you know you may want to go over there but it's not just like a blit my map's not just littered with stuff right like it, it 
it allows me to explore like in my own head when I'm playing. It allows me to think, oh, this, and because I'll do that. I will look at the minimap like, oh, there's a slight indention there on that rock. I wonder if that's, you know, it makes you wonder, is that something I can go look at? And so, uh, long story short, I, I really love the way that they've done it. And I think more importantly, what I do love and appreciate is how they have stuck to their initial vision and design uh, with the water colorings and saturation they added. There's definitely um, there's definitely things that are not on the map that are just hinted in the map, like you said, uh, like a little indentation in a rock or something like that, where you see it and you're like, it looks like there's something there, mm-hmm. but they're not like, here's the thing, go check it out, you know? And, uh, and that's always a very rewarding MMO experience. When you think of other games, I was thinking of other games and I was thinking of good maps and I was thinking of bad maps. And mm-hmm. um, unfortunately for me, one of the worst maps was SWOTOR. SWOTOR's <laughs> map system was just freaking terrible. It's clunky. on my list. So clunky. It's on my, it's on my, my poop list, dude. Is it sure. on your poop oh, yeah. list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. So we're in agreement on that, that oh, it was yeah. just bad, right? Like you did, the planets were laid out in a goofy way in, in like the galaxy that didn't make a lot of sense to me. And then you had like, once you got to the planet, the, like the, the map thing just felt, everything felt so small, you know, and it just, it, it was dumb. I was just really yeah. disappointed in that. And you know, you're never, when you're playing a game, and the map isn't great. It's not something when you're like, I'm really disappointed in this map. You just don't notice it. It's just like a, a wash away thing. But when you have a map system that's good, you talk about it on a podcast, right? Like we're, yeah. say, we're taking time out to talk about how much we like this map system because it's great. I think that one of the underrated things that they do with this is the fog. The fog of war thing that they do where you have not discovered stuff is just brilliant. The The way that they, they have that sort of watercolored uh, fuzzy area that you know that you need to get to makes it rewarding and you almost want to go find these things even though you don't have any actual intention of going over there. Right. Um, that's one of the uh, th- that's one of the unfortunate things I think about us starting the game uh, so late into the development is that we get it. They're wanting to hustle us through things so that we can get to the end so that we can play with our friends, right? That's what happens with MMOs. It's happened with every MMO I've ever played is as the development cycle goes on, they speed you through the earlier parts because they get it. They And people that are starting new characters, the people that just want to play with their friends, they don't want the grind that everyone went through the first time. And unfortunately with that, you tend not to experience all of the map. That's one of the downsides. You unlock mounts earlier, right? The first time through, you didn't even have a mount. So like now you've got mounts and you're just ripping through stuff. So going back and and, and seeing some of this stuff is is very rewarding. Uh, one of the best map systems I thought for, for just fun was EVE Online. Um, EVE Ooh. has this crazy look when you pull back and you see the galaxy and it melts into the Milky Way sort of look like where the stars blend together into this wash of white instead of individual stars because that's how big it is and then you're zooming in and in and in and what it gives you is this scale of what you're dealing with and then you get into a system and you get the scale of like how far it is between the planets. And I think that that was one of the best examples for a, like a non 
traditional answer to this question of what what is a what can a game do to show you what it's about and so eve online is about scale you are in a universe and it is big and one thing that space has is distance and so the perspective of distance i think eve online did a really great job with just just putting in front of you how long it takes you to get from place to place in space and for guild wars what it did was it showed you like the the color spectrum it's like this is a very colorful and strange world and we're going to show it to you uh in this really unique way and i think that they did a great job of expressing the intent of their game through their map um and i i i give it five choice it's a five choice map system it definitely a five choice map the other thing that they did was added in um tools for you to use and like i was I was today years old when I found uh, uh, some of these as I was researching for this. Um, one of which is that you can communicate with your party members by drawing on the map. Not known. Yeah. I was like, uh, wait a How minute. How crazy is that? Some... You put a big arrow, right? Yeah, well, if you, sh <laughs> you, if you shift and right click, you can literally draw on the map so they yeah. can see it. Like if you're like, no, dumb, dumb face, yes. right here. And you can circle something. I can see what I'm going to do with it. Circle it over and over and over and over and over and over. And over right here. With big oh, arrows. Okay. It's like right here. Go over here, you idiot. And Guild Wars 2. Yeah. We can draw on the map. You can draw on the we map. You can draw on the map by shift right clicking. In like a party. I know. If you're Dude, in a party, you can How do many it. listeners see? just went and these guys are doing a show? Oh my God. Yeah, these know. guys are just the perpetual are... disappointment of listening to us. Right? No, we gave the disclaimer. We're new to this. So we at least get another five years of grace when it comes to learning. Make it a solid 10. So there is that. Um, the other thing you can do, which um, I was—I I did know about this one, and I absolutely love it. Um, uh, you can display a red marker by shift left clicking, and that will mark the map. Which, and you get a little tone, like there's a little like boop. It's a little boop, so you know it's happening. Oh, oh it's right there, and you top. check your map. That—that's yeah. the definition it's, of a quality of life improvement, right? Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Somebody so, is like, hey. Do you think we could like write on the map? And the developer's like, uh, sure. Yeah, what do you mean, like, uh, <laughs> like a like a like, like a, a paint job pro type thing? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Okay, um, you can add a personal <laughs> marker, like if you want to set your own waypoint with Alt left click, and then if you're a commander, which is even, you know, even further along, a commander has a whole bunch of different markers that they can put down and we've seen this in the hero point trains oh buddy Whew. yeah 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 they took advantage of that mechanic mm -hmm. which it's is cool awesome. right yeah it's exactly mm -hmm. what it's for yeah and if you're a commander like you've earned it right yeah and thank you for your service <laughs> thank you they get a thank you for your service oh, i love it's it. funny they do. I, I do want to hit my, my honorable mentions and my terrible maps, though. So honorable mentions, uh, New World. I will say I did enjoy New World's map. Um, it, was, it wasn't as intuitive as, as Guild Wars 2's map was. None of these are. But um, I did enjoy the way that it looked, the way it flowed. It, it worked very, very well. So I like New World's map. Black Desert Online's map was really cool because it had, like, trade routes. And 
It was. I a will agree with that. Beautiful map. Yeah, I would great. agree that Black that Desert cool. Online's map is is definitely in the in the high end of of in game maps. Still a beautiful game. Yes, good game. Oh, it's a absolutely yeah. right. Like For that sure. one has beautiful. got artistic uh, points all over it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, it's a it's a beautiful grind. You yep. could say that game is it's a not a great grind. game. It's a beautiful <laughs> game. <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful it's grind. <laughs> Okay, so now my uh, my terrible maps, which I really would like to call um, poop maps with another term, but I will say <laughs> I totally a thousand percent agree with you that Star Wars The Old Republic's map was a heaping pile of poop. Oh, and so disappointing, right? It, yes, and it could lend to the fact that that game, despite despite the hopes and dreams of my heart, was just way too damn linear for, for me to love. Um, it was on rails and... Nah, it just it just didn't end up working out. It was it was a very sad breakup. It was a linear map for a linear game, right? Yes, yes, it, it fit for a linear. Time. Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> for in a, a linear, in a linear, linear time, linear time. Oh. Um, and believe it or not, this might surprise some long-term listeners of our stuff. The other game that had an absolutely horrendous map, and it could be because of the time, Star Wars Galaxies. I know. Really? I know. Don't write in, but that map was terrible. Oh, so it was everything I have a question. That was I have amazing. a question for uh, JB. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls map on a Choya scale. Out of five? Out of five Choyas. Are, are we Scrolls talking map. like on its own accord or versus other maps? Um, I would say versus other maps. That's like in the big picture of gaming maps. I want everyone who's from there listening, devs included, if you're listening, I love you and I love everything about that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, oh, but it visually very, it was great, astounding. Um, I'm gonna give it probably a three out of five. That seems fair. I wasn't gonna braid it very highly. I did not terribly enjoy Elder Scrolls map. I thought they could have done more with it. Yeah. Uh, I would have given it a four. Yeah, I would have given it a four. Well, no, yeah, I look like a you, douche. So yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I would have given it a four just because of the nostalgia of of the um, the Skyrim map. Like a lot of the icons were the same. I, I loved how they they gave it the same flavor. And then if you were like completely zoomed out, you click on one, and then it would boom bring up that zone's map. I I did like for that. For some reason, I I have a fonder experience with Skyrim itself that map like on the console and i'm not sure how much different they are but for some reason in my mind i feel better about that one it was super simple like i don't get me wrong like i played thousands of hours of skyrim um but um it was that to me was a very simplistic map Uh, i actually had to upload function over form yes um it, it was beautiful i loved the look of it was bitching but I had to add, I had to do, put a mod in in order to get the features out of that map that I wanted. Sure, which is so. n- never ideal, I suppose. Yeah, and which, which something, and which does bring a, a really good closing comment, I think, for this map, for the map in Guild Wars Two, and it's obvious that we love it, right? And we wouldn't be making it a freaking segment on our show if we didn't love it. Um, all of this functionality is native. It is all built directly in. Yeah. You do not require a 
curse forged add on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at you, World wolf Warcraft. Something over yeah, wolf. <laughs> exactly. That works or maybe doesn't work on the next patch and probably doesn't work on that patch. <laughs> and you gotta like uninstall, uh, reinstall. Oh crap, is it in the right folder? No, all of this stuff, all of these features are native. Yeah. To the Guild Wars 2 map, which lends to the absolute beauty of a development team figuring out what MMOs work, what aspects of these MMOs work, and putting it into your game natively. Mm. I thank you for your service. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I'm not a huge fan of like multiple um, competing. You have always the problem of like the competing mods and which mod screws up another mod. And all of a sudden you get your stuff and you get a big error on your screen. Anything that's native to me is is where it's at. We are going to move on. We have two last little things for you. And they are both segments from me. Um, And they are, what did we call this? Did we actually call this... uh, Kotor, <laughs> check out this thing yeah, on Reddit. Kotor. Yeah, it's Kotor. Check out this thing on <laughs> I love. You were the one that came up with that. I was like, that's "Oh my god, really it is Kotor." Yeah, <laughs> that's because my mind constantly looks for freaking oh, shortcuts. That's, awesome. that's why. Oh, so check out this thing on Reddit is brought to you by a Reddit user called Enirio, and Enirio had a first-person jumping puzzle solve. So. He is running around in first person doing the jumping puzzle, and it is, <laughs> it's mind-blowing. Like, it's, you see him do it with ease, and you're just thinking to yourself how hard it is for you to do it in third person, watching your feet run to the edge of the snowflake, and then thinking about doing that without being able to see your feet. It's just crazy. It's wildly bonkers. I think it's it's wild. This one, I'm going to give this a bonkers. This is, this is a bonkers. (laughs) Wildly is way too much. I saw this, I was like, holy smokes. And so, uh, Cash, you want to elaborate on uh, people in our guild that have, have then moved on from this? Yeah, so I, the first time that I saw some of our friends doing this was with the Halloween event and uh, the, the Mad King event. And I I thought they were nuts for doing it then. And I was like, okay, um, no. Like, I barely got through this thing, you know, being able to see my little tiny uh, weird Azura feet. Um, there's no way that I'm going to try this. But now it's become a thing like they're talking about it more and more now obviously it popped up here and now it looks like oh this is the thing to do okay so guess what i'm trying this tonight i will be trying this on some type of you told us that you had this jumping puzzle on please tell me you're gonna be drinking when you do this oh yeah (laughs) well i'd love to do it on the christmas one but it's over (laughs) so it's true. You gotta wait That's for the out. next jumping puzzle. I'm gonna have to wait for the next one. So I'm gonna find one. Actually, uh, uh, there is. I don't like even the Grove. know. Doesn't where the Grove have a really good one? The, yeah, there's a whole bunch of really good ones. Um, the yeah. one, our friend Conniff. I know we talk about our friend Conniff all the time because because we play with him all the time. Anyway, he fa- he has seen this. Taken me to. I don't even know where it's at. All I know is there's a bunch of freaking weird shaped rocks and there's lava everywhere. And it took us an hour to do this damn jumping puzzle that took gliders and patience. A lot of that. 
Anyway, I would lo- I, I want to get good at that and then try this first person thing. I on love that how one. you refer to patience as though it's an add on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to talk about road rage. That's where it occurs. But I, I, I find stuff like this. I even love the name of this, making things a little bit spicy in Winter Wonderland. And then you watch the guy do it and you're just like, it's just a whole other level of better than cash at games. <laughs> Could you do this, JB? Uh, I think so. It would just take practice. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> it would be a level of like, how frustrated would you get before you gave up? Uh, it depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, I really think so, right? Yeah. Like. I mean, how was your morning? Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be like a eaten? full day set up to whether you know, I like, make this or not. How's your hydration levels? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you work yeah. out? Did you get good blood flow today? It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, how's your family doing? Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot of moving parts oh, to doing something like this. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Oh, my God. And he's just repping through it. Yeah. On Reddit. Just, just, just a full sprint. Just trucking you know? along like it's nothing. Oh, my and God. Th- and that's how that lasts. Like when you got good at it, because I will say I got good at the hardest uh, winter's day jumping puzzle. I got good at it because that's all I did for for a good week is just do. <laughs> I, it was and it was fun. And I was, you know, we were we were sitting there. I put on some Christmas lo-fi and just I was just going for it. And we were sitting there just rapping with everybody, laughing like somebody yeah. be like, oh, pop up your stream. OK, so you pop up your little stream on Discord so people can watch you and. It was so much fun that it became like just what I did when I logged into to Guild Wars 2 for the week. Um, but you get to know those jumps very well. So I could see it not being that bad to do it in first person. But then again, that just could be, you know, me talking out of my Asura at the same time. Um, <laughs> I might have to just try it and just see how it goes. But it looks it looks doable. Oh, I love it. All right, we got one last thing here, and I think you know what it is. Are you yes. Are you ready? I am ready. It's been a week. We didn't do one last week. This is true. This yeah. is true. All right, here we go. Here we go. SNS. Good evening, and welcome to NPCs Say. Lost? I need supplies. Merchants are that way. You can't miss them. Thanks. Hey, where can I get a stiff drink? Taverns in the city's southern half. Keep your ears open for the sound of angry drunks. You'll find it. Oh, and if you pass the shooters, you've gone too far. You put a shooting range next to a tavern. Only one fatality this week. This has been another (laughs) installment of (laughs) NPCs Say. Thank you, and good night. Oh, yes. Classic humans. Yes, I, know, yes, yes, yes. I know where that one is at. That is outside of the ragged flagon in um, Divinity's Reach. You got it. I yeah. saw that one. I was like, yeah. and the guy's like, uh, you put a shooting range next to the tavern? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, yep. Only one fatality this week. In, you what know, are you thinking? Quick shout out. We had a listener, and I don't know if they want their first name or last name revealed. But this was Do it. this exact SNS was sent to us by a listener this past week. Really? The exact line, everything. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that. No, no, no it's uh, okay. So we'll say, hey, Michael, this one's for you, bud. 
There you go. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> a retroactive dedication. That's awesome. Because, yeah, I heard that one. I was like, oh, this is happening. Absolutely. It was yeah, absolutely perfect. One. And you know what else we got this week? We got an iTunes review. I know that JB loves to rag on Spotify for not having uh, reviews, but guess what? iTunes does. And so this one comes from Ranzik. It says, played the original Guild Wars 2, didn't love it when it was released, got back into it about the time the show started. I envy you all finding your mains so fast. Only game I've ever struggled to pick a main. Keep up the great work and a five-star review from Ranzik. Thank you, Ranzik. That's really cool. Um, I, I... It, it was really hard to pick mains. <laughs> like, it, it, he's he's right. Um, he knows. <laughs> yeah, he or she is right. Uh, it's definitely not uh, an easy game to find a main, and the reason being, and we've we've mentioned it, they've balanced everything so well, and the classes are designed so well that they are all good. Oh yeah, they have. So, the, they all have their their moments, right? They all have their flavors yeah. that you're just like, they do this really well for this class, you know. The ranger feels like a ranger. The warrior feels like a warrior. Yep. It, it, they have to know. They have to know that that they nailed it when people are talking about how hard it is to pick a main. Yeah, I mean, shoot, we did it. I mean, it took me six months to figure out one. So you know, maybe I'm the anomaly. I hope I'm the anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> just I hope no one bro. suffered like that. <laughs> oh, well, oh, again, again, thank you so much, Ranzik, for the review. And, of course, Michael for the SNS and uh, Roxy for the email. So, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. This was a Legends of Terrier podcast for Guild Wars 2. We hope you enjoyed yourself. And as you heard, you know, you can always call us 717-312-4676. And, of course, get your questions answered like Roxy today at Legends of Tyria at gmail.com of course you can find all of the things that we do over at spacewizardstavern.com um that would be our legends of tyria podcast which you're listening to right now or wild space where we have our star wars show and the university of Coruscant, and some of the old lore seeker stuff by the way lore seekers back in existence they are uh killing it over there in the eso world so make sure to check them out that's my little uh free plug for the uh new people over at lore seekers with our friends you can follow us on twitter follow jibs at jibs irl you can follow myself at cash quests the cash is with k follow sunny at you of coruscant and most importantly follow the show at legends of terry on both twitter and instagram and follow us on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash legends of Tyria. Most of all for our live shows and second of all to learn how to make some gold on sunny side up in the mornings <laughs> when Sonny's not being a hero of the community. Oh, that's good. I've had so much fun with that, by the way. I've had a lot of fun. People have tuned in and uh, we have a nice chill stream in the morning and uh, it's a good it's a good time. Well, so thank you for about. the people that have tuned in on Twitch for sunny side up. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone, have a great week in gaming. And, uh, oh, but hey, by the way, we never said this in the last episode, so we'll say it's here. Uh, Happy New Year. And uh, Happy New Year. Here's to a great 2023, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Yes, it is. Cheers. To the Space Wizards Tavern. That's right. Huzzah. Huzzah. To to drowning out burpees with audiobooks. (laughs) (laughs) Excelsior. Have a good week, everyone. Oh, safe travels. Don't forget that and whiskey. <laughs>